Hi guys, welcome to another episode of the Dramasology Podcast. In this episode, I am continuing on my review of Marry My Husband. This past two days saw the release of episodes 13 and 14. So yeah, let's talk about it. <laughs> you know what? Just to begin, I have to say that when I decided to do week by week reviews of this drama, there was something at the back of my mind that told me that like there was a reason why I did not do week to week reviews. And this drama has reminded me exactly why. <laughs> because it's too late to quit now. I have to finish doing the week to week reviews of this drama. And honestly, I regret it so much because there are so many other dramas I could be covering. And I have to like waste episodes covering this last few episodes of Marrying My Husband. Because honestly, this drama does not deserve it. And it's a real shame that this drama has gone downhill in its final arc. If you've seen my last two episode reviews of this drama, you will know that at some point, maybe it was like the first one I did or the second one I did, you will hear me say that there are no negatives about this drama, that I really like it and even if there are negatives, I can't see it. That's what I said at some point. And honestly, now I see everything. That's how bad this drama has gotten. And so if you're here for me to do a like nice sweet review about this drama, you're mistaken because it's just insults from this point on. <laughs> because how do you fumble this kind of drama? Like I don't understand. I also mentioned um I think last week or the week before that I was worried about the pacing of this drama. My worry has come to fruition because they've ruined this drama and I don't know how you can do that with the recipe they had. Like you had such good stories to tell and they just ruined it introducing this one character. That's how one character can change something in a drama. And like this drama has taught me a lesson that I should really not do week to week review. Like, <laughs> and so I don't think I'm ever gonna do one again. I am scared, scared because after Yvonne Rich, I should have known not to do another one. Uh, but this drama was just so good in the first half that I felt like I had to. It was Park Min Young, it was Rebirth trope, and I love those things. But now I, I think I, I have learned my lesson. So yeah, let's just get right into it. What is wrong? in this drama well before we even start on that i want to talk about what i think is the most memorable part of this last two episodes where if you're perceptive you probably already guess what i'm going to say but it is sumin's character when she is basically losing her mind in the hotel room after her dad and his like mistress basically do mom leave her and run away together you know just trying to escape the fact that they tried to kill Jiwon and everything and it's the way she breaks down and just has a kind of fit of like just she just breaks down and starts crying and everything and that scene was just so memorable for me because I mean Song Ayun is like we have to keep talking about her because she's the only one in this drama that I feel like her acting is like up to par well her and Pak Miwan they're the only ones I'll say that they are actually quite interesting to watch and so that scene where Pak comes in and he sees her right and she's like red in the face and she's crying she's like bawling um was just like amazing to me and i mean i have to give her props like song Ayun can act <laughs> wow like that was a, a very memorable scene um uh, and then the other one is the scene where kang jiwon finally confronts her about why she is so mean to her why she's always been like this right and again 
I don't know, just something about the way her expressions change from when she's faking and telling her that I really did miscarry, blah, 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 and to the point where she actually drops that act. It's just fantastic to watch her, you know, act this out. It's, it's very, very good. And I would say that she out-acted Park Mion in that scene. She's just so good at acting that, oh my God, I, I am watching only for at this point. Rarely do dramas have me more invested in the villains, especially female villains, because usually they are like Oyura's character. And so having someone like Song Yun is just a breath of fresh air and she's just riveting. Like she, she keeps you watching. There's something very appealing about her. And honestly, she's going to be 90% of what I talk about in this episode because she's about the most interesting thing that's left. <laughs> right a psyche a, a mental illness that you know spurs from this affair that um her dad had with kanji Won's mom is is really interesting and now that we know why i i like her even more which is which is i would say 90 percent the way songayin is portraying this character and 10 percent of how she's written because even though the writers are messing everything else up they have a good idea and a good grasp of how to write her character. And so she's, you know, very compelling and interesting to watch. But first, I want to talk about <laughs> what is going on with the plot. So I said last week that if Oyura is still in this drama, by this two episodes that just aired, that I am going to lose my mind. And honestly, <laughs> this drama, she's still here. She is still here and she's gotten even worse. This drama has taken the turn into Mark Jank territory. Like, I don't know what they think this drama is supposed to be, but, like, it's suddenly a very different drama. It, somebody said on the comment section in, I think, my drama list that this drama went from just a regular drama to, like, penthouse level <laughs> Mark Jank. And honestly, I agree with that with that comment. Because, like, what the hell is going on, right? Like, Oira wants people dead. She's, like killing people like what is happening and like the worst part of this i think for me is the fact that our main characters are letting it happen in fact i'll say that the character that pisses me off the most in this is yujiok's character because he is so passive and i mentioned this i think last week as well that he is so passive that it's so annoying and he's so bland like is the blandest male lead i've ever seen like shout out for like nerds and nerdy male leads and everything they don't get enough credit i understand and i was happy to see his character because he was a nerd that fell in love and everything but honestly it was in that moment i was like where is my mean cold male lead that will you know put the second female lead in our place because this character is just so annoying like i have never seen a more passive character like he came back all the way from the past to play second fiddle to oyura this is somebody that like is going to run the company in the future let's be honest guys if this was like a mac jang you know sky castle kind of drama where like the shebos are fighting this guy will be dead in like two seconds like he'll be the first to go because he's just not able to keep up because oh my god like how is she running circles around you and you're letting her like the only part that was like interesting mildly interesting was when he went to a hotel room or whatever and was like threatening her that i can do just about the same of the things that you can do so like don't test me that was about the best moment he had other than that he was like 
just I, I don't know watching all this happen I, I i just don't understand how he is written this way honestly i have to say that he almost doesn't even deserve kang jiwon at this point because how is he like this bad like secretary Lee is better than him <laughs> in this aspect there's just something about him and honestly in a way he even reminds me of yang juran right that is kanji one's colleague because it's that same kind of attitude that they have or even i'll say kanji one before the rebirth like i don't know why everybody's just like passive and just letting things happen to them right it's very very annoying and i dislike that they've written him this way but it is what it is there's nothing we can do about it at this point <laughs> we just have to keep going i will also say another thing that annoys me about you Jiok, and i'm sorry guys i did say that i've noticed all the negatives about this drama now that it's gone sideways Another thing that I dislike about Yujiok is that I feel like he's never happy. Is that just me? Why do I feel like he's depressed? He appears depressed to me. Like, I don't feel like he's ever really, really happy, right? Even when he gets Kangji won, even all, like when everything is falling in place for him, he never seems happy. He just has a gloomy, like brooding I guess it's supposed to be brooding. That's what he's supposed to be doing. But like to me, it just seems like he's always sad. And I'm like, you have the girl, you have everything, you're rich, everything. Why is he always like? I feel like he hasn't smiled too much in this drama, right? Even when things are going well, which is like just odd to me, right? So that's another thing that he just comes off as sad all the time. He seems like he has the weight of the world on his shoulder, and there's no reason to be like that, right? Because I mean. Is literally a chihuahua, has had everything go right in his life. There's no reason why he should be acting this way. But again, kind of like Yang Juran, he just seems down. They probably told him to be broody or something and he just he fell off. <laughs> and so that's another thing that just really annoys me or has annoyed me up to this point. But again, I guess I didn't notice as much because I was really focused on like the villains and the fight between like the our good guys and the villains so it just never occurred to me to like notice that but maybe that's also why i can't get into their romance as much but moving on because i can't keep talking about the things that are pissing me off i just want to talk about the character of jong sumi because i think she's still easily the most interesting character the only character that isn't really a caricature villain i would say uh, amongst all the other villains because she's just very interesting so in this last episode we find out that the reason why she's so hateful towards kang jiwon is because it's kang jiwon's mom that her dad ran away with i think what makes uh character interesting to me um at least in this last two episodes what i've seen was that you know even though she's an adult she's grown up and everything she's still so tied to her dad right she's still so tied to him to the point where it has affected her psyche because let's be honest jung Min is not ugly she's a beautiful girl She's astute, she's cutthroat, she's really, really amazing in a lot of ways. And she has her own strength. But she's obviously not able to see that because of Kang Ji-won, because she's always comparing herself to Kang Ji-won. And Kang Ji-won is not particularly more impressive than she is, right? But because she sees herself as a victim, um, somehow all this is Kang Ji-won's fault, right? I think the scene that was most interesting to me in the last episode was that scene in the hotel room where she is with Kang Ji-won's mom. And, you know, she's telling Kang Ji-won's mom that basically her dad isn't shit. Like, <laughs> he's trash. He makes promises and never keeps them. That, you know, basically why is she, that is why is Kang Ji-won's mom with him, 
right? He's not special, you know. He says all these things and just never delivers, right? Um, and so she's telling Kanjiwon's mom all this because obviously this is something she knows intimately. Her dad basically left her for another woman, right? And she's basically asking Kanjiwon's mom, like, why are you even with him in the first place? He's nothing, right? And so she knows this. She knows this, that her dad isn't anything. He's nothing special about him. He doesn't keep promises and stuff like that. Yet, when Park Miwa comes in to see her in that hotel room and she's bawling about the fact that her dad left with Kangjiwon's mom and they ran away and just left her and everything, it tells you that even though she knows all these things about her dad, right, even though she knows he's not special, he doesn't keep promises, he's a terrible father, she still somehow, in her mind, the back of her mind, in her heart somewhere, wants to believe that her dad loves her and cares for her, just like, I guess, Kang Jiwon's dad does for Kang Jiwon, right? And it's very sad because even though she knows all those things about her dad, she's still a little girl in, like, her heart, right? In that she's still looking for her dad's attention, which is very, very sad. I felt that was, like, very pitiful because she's able to tell Kang Jiwon's mom all these things, but also not able to apply it to ourselves. And you know, there are people like that. Like, we all have those things that we can give advice, but when it comes to, like, taking our own advice, it's very difficult. And I feel like Jung Soo-min is like that as well, which is, like, a big shame. And so I think that is kind of where our hatred for Kang Jong-un comes in because I do believe that there is that point, just a little point where Jung Soo-min first finds out about Kang Jong-un, finds out that it is Kang Jong-un's mom that ran away with her dad. You know, I felt like, oh, okay, maybe she has a kindred spirit, someone that she can kind of talk to and she will understand what she's going through because, you know, her mom is, I mean, Jung Soo-min's mom was very mean to her, right? And basically abusive and stuff like that over the fact that the dad left and just like general, like the mom was not a good person, right? And so I think she thought she would have that kindred spirit with Kanji Won, right? And up to the point where they go to her house and she sees that, Kang Jiwon's dad actually still loves her. Up to that point, I think that there was still some genuine feeling that could have been between them, right? But it's the moment where she sees that Kang Jiwon still has a warm family. Like when she touches the blanket and she's like, oh, it's warm. And Kang Jiwon is like, oh, my dad probably turned it on, right? And she's like smiling and everything. It's that moment where she realizes that, oh, they are actually different, Right. And I think that's where the hatred spawns from that. How is it possible that your mom left and your dad is still this nice to you? It's very twisted how she's kind of put Kang Jiwon in this position of being the one at fault. Kind of, I guess, by extension of who her mom is. And through that, she's basically able to justify why she does what she does to her. Right. Because I guess to her, only her and her mom are unhappy. You know, Kang Jiwon is happy. Kang Jiwon's dad seems happy. And Kang Jiwon's mom also seems happy. Her dad also seems happy. So everybody seems to be happy except her, right? And so it's very sad that she's twisted like that and everything. But I really like the fact that they gave her that backstory to kind of inform why she acts the way she does. It's not normal. It's not okay and everything. But it makes sense, at least to me, given the fact that I feel like Jung Soo-min has a mental illness, um, and is actually someone that could get better if she just had a better upbringing, 
but again i mean she just did not and it's really sad um i will say that one thing i wish for this drama <laughs> and at this point i am basically just wishing it's wishful thinking at this point but i wish and hope that it will give her a redemption arc at the end um my sense from where we are now is that she might end up dying because that seems to be the part that pakmiwan is taking it and that seems to be what kanji one kind of wants to happen right that's the whole idea of passing the curse on to um jung sumin um and there's a part of me that's sad because i feel like jung sumin hasn't done anything to the point where she deserves to die in this new world but again it's like that is a minority report um where like people are arrested even before they commit a crime i'm not sure if that's the name of the um show but basically people are arrested before they even commit the crime because there's like a way of knowing that they're going to commit the crime so it's something like that and i mean i guess that's okay but i really wish that they'd give her some sort of redemption because i feel like she deserves it and i just want a character to kind of come full circle right she's just so interesting that i don't think that she should be relegated to being just that villain till the last moment i want her to have that redemption because i think it's just gonna be good and everything but yeah that's it for jung sumin i feel like <laughs> she's the only reason i'm watching this drama up to this point everything else is kind of falling sideways for me but i will say that um secretary lee and yang juran are also very interesting i wish they would give them more scenes but again everything is being focused on oyura that's so annoying right um kang jiwon's character is doing nonsense like why is she feeling that she has to like reseduce pak Miwan? like it, it's, it was just not making any sense um and so yeah that's where we are at episode 13 and 14 i'll do obviously next week the last final two episodes because i i don't have a choice at this point um but you guys should not expect me to say anything good about it either but for sure i'll at least review it and just be done with this drama because i really want to move on there's so many interesting dramas that have aired between this like past few um months that my my husband has been airing that i want to cover and it's a shame that i can't because of this drama and because i don't have the time but yeah i look forward to this drama ending honestly i just want it to end i am done with it um and honestly i i wish i could get my time back for this honestly um but i can't and yeah that's really it for my review of my my husband episode 13 and 14 thank you guys so much for listening to this episode and i'll see you guys again next week have a nice one bye